0: Hello and welcome to episode 46 of How to Be a Steminist. Today I'm talking about a facet of strategic thinking, which is probably the most valuable one you can bring, which is solving problems before they even happen. This is an amazing way for you to be seen as someone who does some forward thinking, and saves your team and your company so much time and so many resources as well. Listen up. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a Steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hello and thank you so much for joining me for this very important episode. I hope so many women in STEM can listen in to this specific episode so that they can, I guess, make the most of out of all... Like, out of all the experience and knowledge that they have, and to not stay quiet. I'll be talking about more of this in a sec, but. If you are new to this podcast and you're not sure who I am, well, I'm Tiff. And I am someone who helps women in STEM to grow their confidence in male-dominated workplaces, to think more strategically, which is something I've been focusing on this month specifically, and also to grow their influence in the workplace. These are all things that I notice from my client work that women in STEM often lack, not because they're not good at it, it's just sometimes the way how our society treats women, we don't often get the chance to think about these things to do with our career, or maybe we don't have that many role models who are really strong at these things. But yeah, confidence, strategy and influence are all things women in STEM need more of in order to reach their full potential because there's so much locked potential and talent in all of you. And if only we could learn how to improve these three skills, and yes, they are skills. They're all things you can learn how to do more of. If we could unlock more of these things in all of you then Oh my goodness, our STEM fields of work would benefit so, so much. So aside from doing this podcast, the things that I do include one-on-one coaching with women in STEM. I also do group coaching workshops for I guess, corporates that have a group of around 20 or fewer women who want to learn more about these skills. And the other thing I do is... Talks. So, I do keynote talks about gender equality in STEM and how it could benefit everyone, and really to open up that conversation about why gender equality is important and that it shouldn't be as scary a thing to tackle as most people suspect it is. So, these are things that I'm all really passionate about because I was also a woman in STEM. I worked in Engineering. I worked in the construction industry as a mechanical engineer for quite a while and I saw and experienced the many, many challenges that women commonly face in all countries. I've worked um, in Australia and the UK. I haven't worked in other countries, but from my client work, I can tell that these are all challenges that women in all sorts of different countries face because we're in male dominated environments unfortunately still. So until that I guess that balance comes back to us in STEM, I am here to support women with any of the help that they need to succeed. Speaking of helping women, I do have just two spots opening up this month. For individual coaching clients, I work with clients on a three monthly basis. And because I've got a couple of clients finishing up with me over the next couple of weeks, that means I get to work with two more. So if this is something you've been considering for a while or maybe you're not sure what coaching could do for you, shoot me a message and I'll let you know whether I think it would be helpful for you or not. I speak to many women who, you know, I'm sometimes able to help them out with a resource and that's all that's needed for them. Or sometimes I feel that coaching might be really useful to them and I'll let them know what their options are. I also let them know how I coach, how I could help them potentially and they can then weigh up their options. So you can email me at tiffany at tiffanydawson.co or find me on Instagram. My handle is at tiffanydawson underscore. But let's get on to today's topic, which is solving problems before they happen. And as I said in the intro, this is probably one of the most useful things you can do, the most valuable things that anyone can do in terms of strategic thinking. If you're not sure what strategic thinking is, go back through my last few episodes. I talk a lot about what it is and how you can start doing it for yourself. But if you are already caught up on what that means, keep listening. Now, solving problems before they happen. I think I guess in my experience in a lot of workplaces, it seems as if the people who fix problems get a lot of attention and kudos and applause when they do fix a really difficult problem. However it's not really the best place to be for a couple of reasons. If you're the person who's known to fix problems and solve emergencies, then... I mean, people are going to come to you when there are emergencies, and that is a very stressful place to be in. I know this from experience, you know, I fixed a couple of problems once that came up. Um, for me, it was mainly people problems or, you know, difficult clients, and people ended up coming to me, you know, colleagues would come to me to solve these really, really immediate emergencies. Uh, emergency issues or urgent problems that they had and it just meant that I was caught up in these urgent tasks all the time and me personally I didn't like that. So if you're the same way, if you like to have a bit more control over your schedule and be a bit more calm in your approach to things then maybe being the problem solver isn't the place that you want to be. However, if you can think strategically and be the person who's known to identify problems and solve them before they even happen, then you'll be able to not only have better work-life balance because, I mean, you're completely planning for solving problems before they happen and you'll know what you need to do before a certain time. So that's better work-life balance. But also, you do such a great service to your team, your company, your manager, because fixing problems, being reactive, costs a lot of time and money and effort. If you can identify and solve a problem before it even occurs, then you save your company time, you save them effort, you save them resources, you save a lot of people, a lot of stress. It is just an all-round great place to be, both for you and your team. But how do you do this? I know for a lot of you, you are probably thinking, uh, Tiff, I am so busy. How the heck am I supposed to, you know, get through all the things that I've got to do day to day in my job, let alone think about problems that might happen before they happen and find solutions for them? I know you're thinking this because I've been doing this podcast for long enough to kind of hear your voices in the background. So let me talk you through a couple of things that you will need to do and get used to in order to start thinking strategically in this way. So the first thing you need to do in order to start solving problems before they happen is to give yourself time to step away from your to-do list so you can think about the bigger picture. When we're stuck in the weeds, when we're doing things on our to-do list, trying to get things ticked off our list, we become very narrow-minded and focused. And yes, sometimes there is a time and place for that. You know, when um, there's a looming deadline and everyone's got their heads down trying to get this thing out the door. I totally get that. But this shouldn't be your case All the time. If this is how you're usually working, then I need you to make some changes. You have got to start thinking about the bigger picture, and the only way you can allow yourself the time and the headspace to do that is to start thinking strategically. If you're not sure how to do this, head back to episode 43 of my podcast and you'll learn exactly what you need to do to start thinking strategically and how to kind of start giving yourself some time away from your to-do list. The second thing you need to do is to speak up. Sometimes I know that women, not just women, but I'm overgeneralizing here, you know, we stay small, we keep quiet, we don't want to kick up a fuss, especially when a problem hasn't actually even arisen yet. So sometimes it might feel a little bit silly to uh, talk about a problem that hasn't actually even happened and just say, hey, I think this could happen. This is how, you know, like I think sometimes we believe that talking about problems that, could happen is almost fear-mongering or burdening people and burdening people when we don't have to. But the only way you can start solving problems before they happen is to speak up. So if you suspect that something could come up or there might be a risk that has potential to happen in the future, even if you're not completely sure, you're not sure how likely it is you've got to start bringing them up. You can't just keep these little worries in your head because I can guarantee you if that problem actually happens and you had thought about it before, you're going to firstly be kicking yourself because you're like, oh, damn it. I knew this would happen, why didn't I do anything about it at the time and now I have to spend all these resources to solve this and I don't have time for this and that. It becomes like an urgent situation. So you've got to speak up. If you think something you know, bad could happen or a problem could arise, you have got to talk about it with the appropriate person in your team. If you're a little bit afraid of how you know, you speaking up could be perceived by others, then I want you to use my little flip the focus trick. You might have heard me speak about this before on Instagram or on previous podcast episodes. But flip the focus really means, you know, thinking about the benefit to other people rather than the risk to yourself. So in this situation, speaking up could feel really scary for you because you don't want to seem you know, sound stupid, you don't want to sound like you're bothering people when they don't need to be bothered yet. So you're kind of thinking about how people will perceive you in a negative light. But I want you now to flip the focus. How will speaking up about this potential problem benefit others? So, again, it's saving you know, a a short conversation now might save time and resources later, it might save people a lot of stress, it might save your company heaps of money, Um, there's all sorts of different things, you know, additional benefits that you can probably think of in your specific situation that I haven't mentioned right there. So please speak up. So after you have allowed yourself the time to think strategically, you now need to speak up if you identify a possible problem that could come up. The third thing you need to do in order to solve problems before they happen is, of course, to present solutions. It's not enough just to identify a future problem, because that is how you could sound a little bit fear mongery if you always are just coming up with problems and issues and risks that could happen without suggesting any solutions then yes you might start becoming known as that person who is troublesome just thinks of problems and you know just throws grenades into situations that don't need to happen this used to be me i'm going to be totally honest here I think maybe I was around three to four years into my career, and I kind of had enough experience to identify things that could happen or problems. But what I would do is I'd just go to my boss and say, hey, this is a problem. Like, yeah, I thought you should know. And... Fair enough, he got a bit annoyed. (laughs) And one of the best pieces of advice he gave me was, you know, he he really sat me down and was like, Tiff, I've noticed you do this a lot. I'm so thankful he did this, you know. It hurt at the time, but I'm really thankful he did this. He sat me down and said, Tiff, you often come with me come to me with problems. And while that's good that you've got that foresight, it's also not helpful the way you can start being helpful is to start presenting some solutions. Now, this seemed a bit scary to me because I was like, oh, but I don't know what the solutions are and I'm not sure this and that. So that comes to my next point. You don't have to have the solutions that are fully formed, okay? So the solutions that you present They don't have to be fully formed, they don't have to be correct, but as long as you kind of come up with one or a few different ways that the problem could be solved, then you'll start sounding like someone who is helpful, not just someone who is throwing problems into other people's laps. So for my boss, he actually didn't care if the solution I suggested was total rubbish, just helped him to know that I was thinking in a more problem-solving kind of way. And let's face it, that is what us women in STEM are all about. We are great at solving problems. So I guess what happened with me was that I threw out all these problems and Actually, in my own head, I had thought of some solutions or ways that it could be fixed, but I was too scared to voice them in case they were wrong. But in not voicing my potential solutions, in not presenting them to my boss, I just sounded annoying. (laughs) My boss actually didn't care if I got the solutions right or not. He just wanted to know that I was thinking, that I was coming up with solutions, that I was helping. So those are the four things you need to do to start thinking strategically to solve problems before they happen. Let me recap. First is time. You have got to give yourself the time to step away from your to do list to start thinking about the bigger picture, to start thinking a few steps ahead, to start identifying risks and problems before they happen. The second thing you need to do is to speak up. Even if you don't know for for sure if the problem is going to happen, you've got to start talking about them. The third thing is to present solutions. So don't be like me when in my third or fourth year in my career, where I just threw out problems to everyone. I was like this problem maker. Don't just present problems, but present solutions. And the fourth thing to remember is that your perfectionism needs to go out the window because the solutions that you present. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be fully formed. They can just be thought processes that you've had. When you do these four things in your job, in your STEM career specifically, you will start being seen as someone who can think strategically, someone who can forward plan, someone who is a safe pair of hands who can run a team or run a project and do it smoothly, you know, run a project or a team without any hiccups because you've solved those problems before they even happened. I really encourage you if you don't love the high octane, high stress environment of having to be the problem solver, that you start adopting this form of strategic thinking so that you don't become the person who is the problem fixer. People can go to someone else who loves that side of the job uh, for that. If you like a more measured approach, if you like to be able to plan your work week and to have a more calm and measured way of working, then be the person people come to for forward planning and for forward thinking. And therefore, your work tasks will also reflect that. You'll be able to forward plan what you do day to day, what you do week to week and you'll have your life back and you will have more time to think strategically because you won't have a thousand things to do on your to-do list last minute. Was that helpful to you? I always love it when you lovely listeners message me and let me know which episodes really spoke to you. And if this is one of them for you, do shoot me a message. All of my contact details are available in the show notes. And remember, if you have been considering getting a career coach, but you haven't been sure where to start or you're not sure who to speak to, do come and chat to me. I do have two spots available that are opening up this month coaching is not suitable for everyone and I'm certainly not the perfect coach for every single woman in STEM but come and ask me and I'll be sure to let you know whether I feel that coaching would be suitable for you and whether I could help if I can't help I'm sure I could point you towards another coach who could. If you've enjoyed today's episode I would absolutely love it if you could give it a quick rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you don't use those apps to listen to podcasts the next best thing you can do is to share this episode with one friend who you think will find it valuable as well or take a screenshot share it on Instagram stories and tag me in it at Tiffany Dawson underscore do subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes released every Wednesday until next week take care